question I have is um, another cultural kind of theme that started um, becoming more apparent in today's society is the the point of marriage. What's the point of marriage? You know, why why should we get married? We live together just fine. We're committed to each other. Why do we have to have a ceremony and make everything official? You know, we're just two humans that love each other. Like, especially for the perhaps non-Christian perspective, um, how does marriage benefit or why, why, what, why would someone consider becoming married? Hmm. Um, I think it comes down to the understanding of commitment. Um, and, you know, there's words out there um, you know, like contract or covenant or things like that. And, and sometimes it's like, oh, it's too legal or it's too, um, too structured. It's a, that's not who we are kind of thing. Um, and, the, and I think in a way that's like missing the point of the reason for doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, covenant in biblical times um, or covenant in general at that time, um, not Christian-wise, not with Israel or God, was um, this decision that they decided on to um, to to fulfill both sides. A covenant was um, something that was uh, either a king would do it with his people, right? Um, and uh, the king would say one thing, it's like, or the king would be like, "Hey, you people do this," and that was part of it. And it, it wasn't just ending there, but then it'll be like, it went, "If you did this, then I would do this." And it went both ways. It wasn't just like a top-down kind of thing. A covenant was amongst two parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a marriage is like a covenant. It's a commitment um, where um, you really put into stone. And I think maybe um, this is where it gets lost sometimes in our culture today um, is it, it reinforces the idea of your decision to love the other person. Mm-hmm. Um um, and, uh, and, and it's such a hard question too, because it's like, well, yeah, if we just say, and you know, we're doing all that, but not even from a God perspective, it's, um, it's a decision as a commitment, um, and not just like through words and hearts, part of that heart is put onto that covenant, um, to really declare that this is the decision you made. Um, and so that's what I see with marriage, um, and uh, that it's it's putting your heart down um, for others to see, mm-hmm. um, not just for yourselves, but for those around you, community. Like it's a very community. Uh, back in the day, it was very community focused. I find North America, it's very. Uh, we're so surrounded by technology to connect us, um, yet it's so hard to find community sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Um, um, so like a marriage in that way is not just for. Uh, the, your significant other, but it's to invite your community to be part of it, to support you in it, but also for you to show and declare that choice you've made with one another in it. Um, it's not just some ceremony. It's just not some tradition. Um, it's a way to outwardly mm-hmm. be like, hey, look at us, and we want mm-hmm. you to support us in it. Uh, and we want you to be part of it. And so I think that's, for me, it's like that's what's important with marriage is to to 
just to have that sort of community behind you, but also for you to show the community where you're at in your relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's all right. That's just what I think about it. Because I think the idea of marriage um, when it's brought up in a negative light is that, yeah, the traditions of it. It's just this tradition of the old times. We're progressive now. We're liberal now, you know, mm. let's get, you know, to shake off that old skin and, you know, now we don't need that stuff. But I think in having that kind of dialogue, you miss the point of why that tradition was established and, and the reason, the good reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool to be reminded of that. So, so then my question, would it, would like civil wedding or eloping be for, would, would that not be okay for a Christian couple that would look into getting married? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. Any um, I just want to be very careful not to offend anybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or to show, of course, anybody that. Yeah, I just don't want to offend anyone. So, mm-hmm. it, it, for me, it's it's that's fine because mm-hmm. I was gonna, yeah, it's for me, it's fine. I think it's like I I don't want to put words in people's mouths because that's not my perspective. Mm-hmm. But like, um, it's not. It's more than just like writing on paper. You're married, yeah. right? It's like what Caleb was yeah. saying: a, a public declaration. Um, even though it's not public in that moment, mm-hmm. it's going to be public the rest of your marriage. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's my thought. Well, yeah. That's, no, that's. Yeah. I, I just wanted to. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the exact same thing. Just like you know, it's not the fact like you had a ceremony or things like yeah. that. It's the fact that you chose to marry one another. Mm-hmm. That you chose to call your your significant other mm-hmm. a husband or a wife, um, and that's a pup, that's a declaration. Yeah. That's that's a decision that you guys made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that when people see you and sees and you talk about the other person, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was in the store today, um, a gift shop buying <laughs> model Gundams. Um, <laughs> um, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and um, one of the store workers, was like, I can't believe that you're married. That you have a because I was saying, oh my wife, I need, my wife wants something too. <laughs> um, I'm in a monogam. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, my wife wants something too, and she's like, oh, I can't believe you're married. And just even that wording, even that language that I used of my wife, um, caught her off guard because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wife, marriage, that's something. And she thought I was like 22, which mm-hmm. I was very flattered. Um, <laughs> Everyone does. Oh, you are? (laughs) Not far from it. Um, Add 10 years. Um, But um, just even that wording, like my wife, you know, or my husband, um, it, 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 it triggers something in someone's mind and it's like, oh, they're married. And it brings up the thought of marriage, right? And so that, it's just even that fact of having, uh, to be married is a, a testament of your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And how you use your language to those who are closest to you. Mm-hmm. That's all. Cool. Wow. Thanks for sharing. Thanks that. for answering. Yeah. Really difficult like, <laughs> on the spot question. Uh, that, that's the thing I like about podcasts, you know, where we, we it's a space where I think we can tackle these um, questions, these hard topics of discussion, mm-hmm. because. And, you know, understanding that we're not here to step on anyone's toes. We're actually here to learn about new perspectives and consider them all, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, even for people who would like to comment, you know, that they're, they're joining this discussion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, moving on, 
Um, we were talking about challenges and what roles husband and wives have to play or what they do play. Um, this is a question for, um, I guess, both of you. But Caleb, how does, how does Steph help or support you in your life as or career and just calling as a pastor? Mm. That one's a, a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. And something that we've journeyed and been learning together. Um, I think we'll keep on learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but first and foremost, um, I guess I put down here first opinion, but I guess she's my second opinion because I consult God a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but she's someone I bounce things off of. And, you know, like if I have ideas or message ideas um, or even event ideas or things to do with the church and how to move it forward, she's the first person that I would go to, mm-hmm. um, you know, and half the time she's like, that's ridiculous or something like that, <laughs> um, which is good because it grounds me because I'm pretty sure if I did it, it would be like so bad. Um, um, not only that, um, she keeps me accountable. And I think that's the biggest support that I get is the accountability from Steph, um, not just in life and how I'm walking in life and with God, um, but also how I'm setting boundaries um, for me, at least, and I don't know, maybe oh, I'm sure some pastors can relate. It's really hard to set boundaries in church ministry. Um, or even just people who serve in the church. Yeah, or people who serve in general too, right? And um, it's just yeah. so easy to do so much. Um, yeah. And um, sometimes we do it just for the sake of ministry and not for the sake of God. Um, and so that's really that kind of... Um, guard or that firewall or something to protect me from really just grounding myself and it's like why are you doing this or do you need to be there or do you have to go to this meeting um he's like how will it be different it's you know it's god's glory still being done without (laughs) you right and it's Mm -hmm. like yes it's not about me and Mm -hmm. and so that's the biggest thing lately and just throughout um these past i don't know how many years almost six years at the church Mm -hmm. um is just setting boundaries because I've been really bad at that. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have boundaries, um, I burn out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Steph knows that. She's seen me burn out. Um, yeah. I think that's why she included, you know, anyone who works in the church. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, man, especially pastors, I would think, you know, mm-hmm. when you've included this as your occupation, I'm sure <laughs> it's much harder to set boundaries mm-hmm. for. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And I guess for Steph, too, like how does – or what does Caleb do or say to help you and lead you as being a pastor, but being? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, the biggest thing is that Caleb, to the best of his abilities and through the help of the Holy Spirit, um, has um, portrays qualities of Christ. Mm-hmm. If you know Caleb at all, he is so patient and slow to anger and he's very calm. And so I think just those um, attributes that he has helps in like challenges that we go through. Like Caleb doesn't waver easily. He's a strong pillar. Um, And so if we go through a challenge, uh, uh, just his um, ability to be patient and calm um, and to provide guidance that way um, has been the biggest help for me because I'm not typically a calm person. (laughs) And so, um, uh, yeah, I think that's how Caleb... um, leads me is just by showing those qualities 
Is that too general? No. <laughs> that's your answer. That's, yeah. what, that's what you see. That's awesome. Do you want to maybe ask the last one? Um, yeah. No, this, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Um, what would you say to a couple who are looking to get married in the near future? Tips and tricks to... <laughs> Steph has, like, Steph has like a whole page I just have like this one, one section I just want to say this one first and okay, then you yeah, can go on, on. Um, pray together I think that's one thing that is so key to a marriage and to a relationship mm-hmm. um, because when you pray together um, you're not focusing on each other and that's mm. a weird thing. You're praying together. So it's like, oh, we're staying down together. We're praying for each other. But you're not focusing on each other. The focus then becomes God in your relationship. Because mm. um, when you pray together, you're not praying to each other. You're praying yeah, you're to God mm-hmm. with each other. Um, and that that act alone for us in the past few weeks has been, um, you know, we when, since we started the book, we decided to pray every night together. Um <laughs> which is crazy to think about, right? Because, like, <laughs> we would pray, but it's, like, the the tiredness at the end of the day, yeah. uh, like, half-hearted, let's yeah. just quickly pray, and then it's done. Yeah, you know and for mean? me, it's, like, because, I, again, this is part of the dangers of church ministry is that you mm-hmm. expend spiritually, you expend all this all day, yeah, all the time, and by the time you get home, you're so tired, and, you know, it's, like, I just need a break from it all and stuff like that, and that mentality is so wrong, right? Like I said, mm-hmm. like, the house should be the, your first church. Mm-hmm. Like, your household should be the first church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, when we pray together, it doesn't become about us. Um, it becomes about God and that helps us communicate. Like, you know, just even through our prayers, we know so much about each other's days and other mm-hmm. lives just because how we pray and what we pray for and what we praise God for or what we bring up to God requesting wise. And it's like, um, you know, I know so much more about stuff daily just through our prayers. And it's kind of really interesting and neat to say. So I, for me, that's like something I think is so pivotal because it's not a real advice for each other. It's advice just for your own general life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, praying mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a few things. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I know that there's like a lot of different people listening, but I'm just going to talk personally mm-hmm. what's what I would say to someone who is asking me. Yeah. Um, so first off, love Jesus with all of your heart. And out of doing so, all of his love will throw to all areas of your life, including your marriage. Get to know the Word of God because this should be your number one priority in life. If marriage is supposed to be a picture of who Jesus is and a way to glorify Christ, becoming more like Him, then spend time in His Word and get to know Him because He is alive and His Word is living. Um, Let Him sanctify you and convict you, not condemn. Let Him convict you in areas where you need to repent and areas that you need to grow together as a husband and wife. My faith personally has changed radically, I would say, in about the last three years. Um, The Word has become so real to me. I have met the Lord in the deepest times of my life, and I have found such joy in Him. He is so life-giving, and He loves us. And I could have saved myself a lot of trouble and regret because I was blinded by my own sin. But if I was just close to Him and in His Word, and, and I not become lazy like I had in the past couple of years, it would have been so much better to say that our marriage would have been more alive. 
Um, because God is good. His word is alive and his Holy Spirit can work through you and radically shape your marriage to be more like Christ. Um, specifically to the women, I want you to find your worth as a beautiful daughter of Christ. How he loves you. We are so bombarded in this culture uh, to live up to a certain standard. I'm even just talking physically, um, how we have to present ourselves, um, what other people think of us. The only opinion that matters is God's. Find your contentment and your joy and your purpose in Christ first, and you will have the joy of life. He never disappoints. He never leaves or forsakes. And you will find joy in serving as a wife. It's supposed to be a joyful thing. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be a negative thing. Be on guard because Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And I know that sounds kind of weird to some people. Um, but I really feel like this is a spiritual battle that we have. And I, the enemy whispers lies to us, specifically to women. You're not good enough. Your husband um, doesn't treat you well enough. Blah, 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 blah. All these lies. If we are just on guard, if we know the word of Christ, then we will be able to discern those lies and submit to God under that and submit to our husbands. And we can be such a good witness to Christ if we do those things. Um so yeah, just to study the word, spend time in prayer, arm yourself for a spiritual batter, battle, and then do these things together as a husband and wife. And how much better it will be if you do that. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm excited for my fiance. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. That's... No, thank you guys for yeah. your heart and soul, for mm-hmm. um, being vulnerable and sharing... Um, not just the highs, but the lows of mm-hmm. a marriage and um, walking together with Christ in a marriage. And um, yeah, you know, we're all people. We're all, um, whether you're a Christian or not, you know, we, we, we also, we all go through marriage. We all go through um, life together. Um, but yeah, just that. Yeah. Thank you for your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wraps up this episode for the pulse podcast uh we are on apple Podcasts. we are on spotify we are on pocket cast we're on spotify apple Podcasts, pocket cast google Podcasts, breaker radio public and stitcher find us on any one of those <laughs> we're on youtube we're on facebook yeah we're still um, new to this uh, but it's been a lot of fun if you guys want to join the discussion be sure to do so that that's what we made this podcast for so we can just um, broaden these dinner table discussions to you know the web where everyone is connected these days so yeah get involved um but yeah that ends this podcast on marriage thank you caleb thank you steph you're welcome <laughs> you're awesome see you again <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> thank you guys.